0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Thought Leaders Lounge, an ongoing conversation with Family Compass. Today, I am so excited to welcome Family Compass volunteer extraordinaire, Claire Brady. Hi, Claire. Hi. How are (laughs) you today? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so great for you to get to come out and and be with us. Excited to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of want to talk a little bit about, um, today's episode really is about volunteerism and, and the importance of it, and who better to hear that from than a Family Compass volunteer, someone who comes out and helps with so many different things. So wanted to see if you could just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, and specifically, is, is, is giving back to the community something that you learned as a child, Mm -hmm. or is that something that's just sort of evolved for you as you've grown?
1: Yes, certainly. So um, I have lived a lot of different places. I've lived in California, Alaska, Utah, and I've always been pretty conscious of the community that I'm in because Mm -hmm. as I've moved from place to place and now currently living in Texas, every community has its own texture and its own culture and its own different needs. Mm -hmm. I think as a community member, you have a responsibility to be an active contributing part of that community. Um, I think that comes somewhat easily to me because I like people. I'm a social person, but I also attribute (laughs) most of that to the way I was brought up. My family is very volunteer oriented. um, So most of that honestly goes to my parents and my brothers for encouraging me to grow
0: in that direction. Excellent. So Mm -hmm. Alaska, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone that's lived in Alaska, mm-hmm. to, to my knowledge. What was that like?
1: Alaska is kind of crazy. So it has less than a million people. It's two and a half times the size of Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely rural. Um, it's a very unique culture uh, because it prides itself in individual reliance, Mm -hmm. but the community supports itself more than any other community I've lived in. People are volunteering left and right because if you don't volunteer to help someone, the outcome could literally be death. Um, And in that way, uh, it taught me a lot about the importance of individual action. You know, if you Mm -hmm. see someone on the side of the road, not having the bystander effect and thinking Mm -hmm. someone else is going to take care of that situation, recognizing that someone might not be helping that person Mm -hmm. ever and every time you choose not to help that person, um, you're c- kind of just letting it happen. You're either part wow. of the problem or part of the solution. And in Alaska, mm-hmm. you can't really ignore that dichotomy.
0: That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I never, this may sound stupid, I've just never thought about it that way. <laughs> so that's incredible. Well, what a, I mean, what an exciting experience for you to get to go up and be a part of that. So that I bet it's great. beautiful. Mm,
1: it's gorgeous. I was in Denali. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a very small community, about 800 people. And it was okay. fun because we had people coming from all over uh, the world, a lot of people from Slovakia, which yeah. I was not expecting. Okay. Slovakians dress very differently than you would expect. I went up to Alaska expecting to see all these outdoorsy granola Colorado types <laughs> coming in for the summer. And I saw all of these uh, very, you know, like very, very, very... Uh, Light skinned people walking around in Adidas tracksuits and chains. And I was just like, where are they coming from? Okay. And they would have at local clubs, uh, Slovakian house night. Mm-hmm. So we'd have all these tourists from like Florida and Texas coming up to Alaska, expecting it to be this rugged dive bar full of Alaskan <laughs> men and women. And they'd walk in and it would be like Slovakian
0: techno. And they're like cool. music. Okay, Yeah. yeah it was right. baffling for a lot of them. Wow. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. So tell me a little bit, what are some of the, tell me some of your early experiences with volunteering?
1: Yeah, so the earliest memories I have of volunteering is at the food pantry with my mom. Mm -hmm. She still goes to this day and she fills me in on all the group dynamics that happen at uh, the Santa Rosa, California food pantry. Mm -hmm. Um, It was always about direct service. Uh, With my first boyfriend, we would actually go on food pantry dates a lot of the time, Uh uh, which is great because if you're trying to get to know someone, first off, what better screening tool do you have than marrying a nice person? Yeah. Do you want to go volunteering with me? And then you have something free to do, you feel good afterwards, you can spend the whole time talking. So I had very positive uh, early volunteer experiences. We also uh, were or are a pretty religious family. Mm -hmm. And so I was given a lot of volunteer opportunities within our smaller community. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really positive because we'd help out a lot of the elderly. I think the elderly are oftentimes forgotten and they can't do basic things like reach high boxes. And so as a child, I've been six foot two since I was <laughs> in seventh or eighth grade.
0: You've reached for a lot of boxes. I've reached you? for so many boxes,
1: <laughs> and being that young and recognizing, you know, there's there was this old woman in our ward who couldn't get like her Christmas tree off mm-hmm. of the top shelf of her garage, right. and she was so amazing grateful that a girl in eighth grade had the height and the strength to pull her Christmas tree down. It was strangely formative. I love <laughs> she
0: was I love very it. happy. Yeah, I love it, and you never know where the help. Is needed, right? Exactly. Wonderful to Mm -hmm. get to do that. So, a little birdie told me Mm -hmm. that you um, had previously been a part of the AmeriCorps Vista program. Yes. And for those out there who maybe are unfamiliar, can you share a little bit about what that program is and a little bit Mm -hmm. about your experience?
1: Of course. So, Vista is an acronym, and it stands for Volunteers in Service to America. Um, It's similar, if you're familiar with the Peace Corps program, that's mm-hmm. a two-year international program where you go to a community in need and you do what's called building capacity. So you uh, create a sustainable program that when you leave that community, it still perpetuates itself and you left a lasting, permanent, positive imprint. Right. AmeriCorps is still high impact, but a little bit less of a commitment. It's a, a year of service um stateside. You are plugged into a nonprofit, and while at that nonprofit, your primary goal is to make capacity building Mm. changes so that when you leave that nonprofit, they can function more efficiently Mm. um, and hopefully have a higher uh, volume intake Mm. despite you not being there once you leave. Sure.
0: Mm. I love that. So, I mean, I think what's so fantastic about that is it's not just a one and done. Mm. It's something that hopefully, like you just said, it's going to go on Lasting. forever. So, what was uh, your experience like? Can you can you share a little bit about? Where, where, I, I assume you were assigned to like an agency.
1: Yes. To do so. that, can you
0: share a little bit about that experience?
1: Yeah, I was plugged into Network of Community Ministries, which mm-hmm. is a Richardson nonprofit. Yeah. They do food pantry, clothing, and additional services. They do the all the things, don't they? They wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. Yes. Um, and my time there was really wonderful i learned so much frankly professionally not mm. to make it you know a selfish thing but i grew a ton as a person yeah. because you're volunteering full time you're not getting paid you're getting right. a very small living stipend sure. um and it's putting you in daily touch in your professional and your personal private life right. with what it means to be living on a budget that tight mm. how that impacts family dynamics how that impacts uh, your interactions with people. Yeah. And I grew a ton as a person, and I really enjoyed myself. I had a lot of fun.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Plus, it's great, I, I mean, specifically, I know, to get to have that experience at a, at an agency that covers a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. It's great to kind of get your, get your feet into some things that kind of shows you a, a, a wide range of huge. opportunity, I think, which H- is great.
1: Huge range of opportunity and a huge range of... Mm-hmm need Mm. Um, I mean it was just shocking how much need can exist in a community that you don't see I think that the anxiety most people have around social standing and perception Mm. cannot be understated and so you would see a lot of parents who were struggling but maybe didn't want to admit that, sure. which I think everyone can empathize with. No yeah. one wants to look belly up in no, public. No. Um, and you just saw a lot of people coming in with a lot of really serious needs and uh, working so closely with the the network, the, the nonprofit, yeah. um, I would see what people's monthly budgets were like. And mm. it was really intense to see how right. close to the edge a lot of people with children were living a lot of people with medical issues were living
0: mm.
1: and <clears throat> because I was in an organization that gave me the tools um, it was actually a really good like a good motivator mm-hmm. um, because I felt like I could do something yeah. I would see something that was really intense or kind of um, disturbing right but then I had the ability to move forward with that information and I think that's what's so important about volunteering is you could see a video you could talk to someone you could be disturbed about something in your society And volunteering feels good because you're actually doing something about that bad emotion. And after you volunteer, you get this really nice uh, sense of self of just like, Mm. I am part of the solution, not part of the problem. I was about to say the same thing. Going back to that whole Alaskan thing, it's like, I did stop by the side of the road. I was that change. And you're helping your community, but you're also helping yourself. So I think it's really positive
0: well it's walking the walk yeah exactly and I think that's yeah. that's that's the thing it's mm-hmm. like we can all sit here and say oh I saw this and isn't that heartbreaking oh I'm so sorry and then that's it or we can say you know what it was all those things and I'm gonna go and do something about it
1: mm-hmm. exactly. I'm gonna go and try
0: to do my part to help help that whatever yeah. that may be and there's so. there does seem to be that gap I've noticed
1: maybe it's just with people in the age range that I'm in, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm 25, so Mm -hmm. maybe in their 20s. But people will consume all this really hard to watch, hard to understand media and articles. And a lot of people don't seem to realize the way you get rid of that bad feeling Mm -hmm. is to donate, is to volunteer. Like if you feel bad after watching a video or reading an article, don't just let yourself sit in that. You have to pull the trigger and you have to do something about it. But once you do the feeling largely dissipates. Yeah, and there's absolutely. this huge positive cascade. You're helping the community, but you're making new social relationships in the organization. Right. Um, and it doesn't have to be major. I think a lot of the time people think that they're going to have this opportunity to metaphorically save a child from a burning building. and uh, I
0: mean, ideally that would ideally. be wonderful, but <laughs> ideally. it's probably not going to happen. Exactly.
1: Right? It's the opportunities that the average person, man or woman, gets uh-huh. are going to be Am I volunteering on my weekends? Am I donating that ten or fifteen dollars to the cause that I support? You're not going to get most of the time that massive opportunity. It's the small ones that count, and the small ones right. I think that add up Absolutely. eventually.
0: Absolutely. So, what brought you to Family Compass? How did you mm-hmm. how did you
1: land in our neck of the woods? Sheer luck. Um, one of your uh, one of the employees at Family Compass, mm-hmm. I am very close with, mm-hmm. um, and. I just consider myself so lucky Mm.
0: um,
1: because she completely removes that hurdle that a lot of people struggle with in volunteering, which is getting plugged in, which is getting organized, which is finding the opportunities to volunteer. Uh, Kyla. Yeah, I was going to say, let's give her a shout out. Kyla, we love you, Kyla. That's nice. Um, It comes to me when there is a volunteer opportunity and it completely erases that whole middle ground of, of me having to find it. Right. Um, so she, she just plugs me in continuously and makes it very easy for me to get involved mm. and it just streamla- streamlines the process.
0: Well, when I, when I introduced you as family compass, volunteer extraordinaire, <laughs> I really wasn't kidding because you have kind of, you just in a, in a short time mm. you've come in, you've done a lot of go back to all the things, You've come in and done so much for us. So (laughs) um, what are some of the projects that you've enjoyed uh, working with Family Compass on? Mm -hmm.
1: I really enjoyed, as crazy as it sounds, the most recent one we did together of clearing out the storage closet. Oh my gosh, that
0: was was something. That was a
1: whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. People are so generous in the community and uh, when you donate something, Mm -hmm. there is this whole behind the scenes process, right? It's, you know, with... You have to account for it. You have to uh, store it. You have to find the right person. Um, and so, to be able to make that process more efficient, mm-hmm. I felt really good about because having worked in nonprofit, I know how important that behind the scenes process is for right. helping the client. Right. And it's not a, a super glamorous thing to be doing, but I think oftentimes the most glamorous, like the least glamorous volunteer activities, tend right. to be the most important
0: on a foundational level. Yeah. So, I enjoyed that. Well, I don't know if you're a nerd like I am. I <laughs> enjoy like the organizational part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's just the best feeling to know. You know, we're we're putting all that together. That's actually going to be useful to our program team. Exactly. That ultimately is going to serve our families directly. So exactly, it's just to help. Like kind of like you were saying, just help make that process a little bit smoother make it look a little better but just make it easier I think. exactly so, it's
1: like for lack of a better word it's the guts of the organization
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. we would like to extend a very special thank you to dallas capital bank for sponsoring this episode of thought leaders lounge and now for a message from dallas capital bank dallas capital bank was founded to provide dallas entrepreneurs business owners and professionals access to a higher level of banking service Our clients experience true relationship banking from experienced local bankers dedicated to understanding your business and providing superior client service. From commercial and private banking to treasury management, mortgage warehouse, and commercial real estate, we are a trusted banking partner offering the banking resources you need when you need them so your business can thrive. We are How Dallas Does Business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Dallas Capital Bank is a proud banking partner of Family Compass, supporting their mission to build healthy families and a strong North Texas community by preventing child abuse and neglect. So it sounds like, I mean, you've done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You've kind of, you've, you've tried, all, you know, like I was saying, kind of all the things. What do you have specifically, what advice do you have for maybe some younger listeners Mm -hmm. out there who are wanting to give back to their community, but Mm -hmm. maybe don't know how, maybe are a little like, what is this? What what am I going to be asked to do? Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for them? Just make a date,
1: Mm. you know, Mm. just decide to do it. I remember like when I was in middle school and high school, you know, the same amount of effort that it takes to go get frozen yogurt or in my case, Mm -hmm. go to the beach, Mm -hmm. like, hey, let's just do this. Right just set the date, get a couple of your friends and send it out to the group chat. Hey, let's go volunteer at the food pantry on Saturday. Let's go to this event that family compass is hosting. It's fun. It feels good. Uh, it's a great thing to do with your friends Mm -hmm. and it, it's just, it's a good time. I don't know how else to say it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you get tired of malls, if you get tired of sitting around, it's a good thing to do with your time and it's a good time.
0: And I guarantee you, I can. I think I can say this for every organization, mm-hmm. there is always something that needs to be done. Yes. There's always <laughs> help that's needed, right? Mm-hmm. So.
1: Absolutely. That's and great. what's cool is if there's a problem maybe in your school, if there is a problem you've noticed in any of your other family social groups. Google makes it very easy to find a nonprofit that's yeah, connected to those issues. Absolutely. And if you start getting involved at a younger age, it sets you on a trajectory for being more like the person you want to grow into. Mm-hmm. right? And I think there's the best time to do that is now, especially yeah. if you're younger. It's all about setting that trajectory um, that you're going to follow for the
0: rest of your life. I think so, the lesson yeah. is just start. Just start. Just start. Just, just set the date. Just, just just put one foot forward and start, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. Well, Claire, thank you so much for being here today. It and is. honestly, just from a, on a personal note, just thank you for everything that you do for Family Compass. Happy to You've me. helped us so, so much in your time with us and... We look forward to a wonderful relationship with you as we move forward. Thank
1: you. I'm looking forward to it as well.
0: Thank you so much. So as always, we want to leave everyone with an inspirational quote to uh, take into the world with you. So today's quote is by the great Arthur Ashe. Volunteer, start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Thought Leaders Lounge. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode coming out in a couple weeks where we will discuss all things fundraising with Executive Director of the Storehouse of Collin County and Community Philanthropist Candace Winslow. And be sure to subscribe to Thought Leaders Lounge on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For our listeners out there in the DFW area, we invite you to get involved by joining our volunteer website to be notified when opportunities arrive. Visit us at timecounts.org-familycompass to make an account or visit us on social media if you have any questions. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at Family Compass. See you next time.